I didn't hear the recording start. Is it recording? Yeah. Ab doesn't have it enabled for him to say anything. All right. Uh, the mute's still on, Craig. Yeah, yeah. He, he's recording. He just can't say now recording when it's muted. Okay, so we're recording now? Yep. Okay, do you want to do the introduction and then... Uh, no, go for it, Rollo. Just start talking. Okay, Okay. it's it's Saturday the 15th of December 2018. I'm here with uh, Noise Level and I'm here with Velocet. Uh, we're doing it a little bit differently tonight. We don't have uh, Velocet's here in the treehouse with me, uh, but we do have a special guest, uh, Tom Dalpera, the lead singer of Nutmeg. Uh, Nutmeg was a band that went from 1986 to... And to 92, they've reformed a few times. So, Tommy, do you want to just tell us uh, um, what got you into uh, being a lead singer of a band? And, uh, yeah, go from there and uh, we'll see where the conversation takes us. <laughs> All right, Rose. Yeah, I mean, really, I wouldn't define myself as just being, having been in a band. You know, it, well, I wasn't successful enough, really, to, to, to make it sort of a major part of I suppose it's a kind of major part of my life personally, but um, that's not the only string I have to my bow. I did that mm-hmm. in my past. But as a young guy, I mean, I was at school with a bunch of friends, a gang, and, uh, and it was my idea. So, yeah, guys, look, we'll get in a band and we'll stay together. We can be successful and we can be this same bunch of friends that we were at 15 years old, this tight little gang of four of us, and we'll make it, yeah, and we can stay together. So... And I was sort of the leader of that, the, the driving energy for that. And I, I was a lead singer and then sort of got the band together and I sort of wrote some songs a bit and we sort of cobbled together. A, and we actually nearly made it, you know, we, we kind of made it to a level anyway. So we did mm. that dream, that childhood dream sort of stayed mm. together. But yeah, I mean, I went into yeah. the, I tried to get into the business, but uh, you know, no, I didn't. I was never a success. I never made any real success at all. My royalty checks these oh. days are like 17 quid or something. I got one last last <laughs> oh right yeah Off. because your biggest hit was um uh uh what was it uh and, and in england they're going mental. Called, and in england they're going mental yes which was in 1986 and it, mm. and it i claim and i think it's true that it put the word mental into the popular vernacular in england because mm-hmm. it, it became a catchy word it was catchy when i wrote the song because it, it, it was a word that people didn't use in that context of like a yeah. go out and having a good time oh that was mental it wouldn't have been said then at all but it, it yeah. amazingly through that little i think these sort of little grassroots bands and things they they sort of start little cultural trends and you see how they actually are influential in their ripple effect sometimes yeah and when you um like when you you were on stage and uh throwing yourself around and um i mean what was it like? Did you throw you ever throw yourself off stage and jump into the crowd? And oh yeah, yeah, all the and, time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I was, I was a sort of, I had a lot of energy, and I'd been really sporty when I was mm-hmm. younger. I was fit as a flea, and I, I just, uh, and I just went for it in the kind of post-punk um, manic uh, expression of myself, just throw myself all over the place. Yeah. And well, well, post, well, post-punk. Myself I mean, out. When did, when did the punk? Punk, uh, punk ended. Punk was uh, about eighty, nineteen eighty, or yeah, I mean, like when uh, the Sex Pistols. When did when did they finish up? Like? Yeah, I mean, when I was a child at school, it say twelve, thirteen. Mm. Punk was just sort of it was nineteen eighty or something, and, and, and punk was still there. Its influence mm-hmm. was still very much there. And by the time I was doing my first gig, it was nineteen eighty five. So you could sort of say it was like five or six yeah. years after the real 
I mean, the real punk movement was in the, the sort of mid-70s, 76. So That's right. And so when you were watching Johnny Rotten and uh, Sid Vicious and all of that going around on stage, you went, um, I want that. I want that lifestyle. Is that, is that what you said? Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was, that's it, what I want to be. I said yeah. post-punk, but we were actually retro-influenced by, I was, Jim Morrison was someone that I yeah. was, at 15, was amazing. He was a, a god to me, you know, so I was all sort of su- taken in by all these these figures. I got, you know, it's the Rolling Stones and blues, old yeah. blues. and Oh, yeah, and Rolling Stones, oh, yeah, oh, really? back in the day, yeah. My father, my father saw them in Shepherd's Bush before they became famous. Uh, 1955, he was telling me. Yeah, he he really. Well, he's, um, he's got his years yeah. wrong there because they were just uh, tw- they were twelve year olds that, uh, themselves at that time. But um, yeah, he may well have done. So it seems quite legitimate. It's, it's sort of London and then sort of 1962, 1961, 62, perhaps yeah. 62. I think. That's it. Best bet to have seen. Hey, look, I, I I haven't let noise level speak for a little bit. Uh, noise level. Um, uh, do you want to ask? Tommy, a question. Tommy's pretty oh, easy yeah, go. going, lazy, uh, laid back, uh, lazy, laid back it's, guy. It's, and, it's, yeah. uh, I, I find like, I'm actually just uh, watching the the and in England they're going mental nutmeg nine eighty six video right as we as you guys were talking. Um, I'm man, like uh, what, what what am I at about? A minute in, you were flicking all over the place in your orange shirt and. Um, you, you, you nearly, you, you, I don't know, you, the, the stage is there, it's a dodgy looking stage, and man, you, what a recovery, you nearly sort of like went ass over, I think, but maybe that's, that's, you're a pro, so, um, yeah, man, I'm oh, enjoying exactly. it. <laughs> this is, yeah, no, 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 this is pro stuff, you know, I mean, this yeah. is... <laughs> I've never seen it before. Yeah, and the other thing was like how you were how you, uh, how you were saying um, about the, the word "mental" not being common in in used in in England. Uh, about the same time, we had a band called Mental as Anything. I think you you probably would have heard of them. They had a, quite a few hits, and um, yeah, uh, that they kind of pretty much chucked the word mental in, into the equation back at, around the pretty much the same time, I'd say, mid-80s, around there, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, we, yeah, probably they had more influence than I did about putting the word into it, you know. Well, maybe. I mean, yeah. I'll have to look at that. I'll have to look at the, the chronology, the timing of that, mental as anything. It was a good Mentally, word. They were big, yeah, they were big in... Um, Big, like probably early 80s to they didn't get into the 90s really. It was just like, uh, but they were great then. And, and they were, I mean, the, one, one of the guitarists was a, an artist. Um, he still is an artist, I believe. And he, he I think he was a Mambo artist. Are you, are you talking about Mambo? Martin Plaza? Martin Plaza? Not Martin Plaza. The one, uh, was Brady two, Smith? Brady uh, Smith? Uh, I think. They could, there were two. There were two brothers, and that they were behind Mambo. All right, I think, all right. I'll, I'll look yeah, it up. Anyway. You guys keep chatting, and yeah. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm just. I'm still enjoying the the the. the um... <laughs> no, I don't know what you. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Martin Plaza hit my wife up for a root. I don't know that song. Is that a, is that a good one? <laughs> that was nice. He was awesome. No, we went and watched them, and we went backstage oh, yeah. one night, and um, Martin Plaza was so off his face. He, yeah. he hit my wife up for a root. No doubt. In front oh, of me. Right. He, was, he was so drug fucked. <laughs> he was so off his face. And he's, he's got his arm around my wife going, 
telling telling the ho- the hotel the room number. I'm going, hey, Martin, Martin. Well, That's my take wife, it easy, mate. Mate. Yeah, 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 take it easy. Yeah, take it easy. Anyway, keep going. You know? <laughs> no, I didn't want his autograph. I just, I thought it was cool. I've got that actually on video. I've got the whole thing on video. So. Oh, yeah. Okay, can, so I'll, get, I'll just give you the names. Uh, Martin Plaza, Greedy Smith, Jacob Cook, Martin Cilia, and James Gillard. Okay, so, okay. Well, yeah, well let me have a look. Names of the band uh, and the band. I need from... faces. I'm, I'm bad with names. I need faces. So I'm going to look it up yeah, myself. And they but... had lots of hits. I mean, Live It Up. I mean, there's one that I remember the most, but they did a cover of Rock and Roll Music. Too many times. Every too old... many times. Too many times. That, that, too that many is my favorite. Yeah, yeah, that is a sweet song. Dun, dun, that is a fucking dun, sweet song. Dun. Do you remember when yeah. he broke both his arms when he was um, skateboarding? I saw him at the Reesby Roundhouse in Sydney. And he, oh, yeah. he's, he's got two bloody casts on his arms. Uh, Greedy had two casts on his Greedy. arms. He, yeah, Greedy's Greedy. <laughs> broken that, that, his that's arm. A lead singer, that's a lead singer, isn't it? The, the kind of anyway, dude. look, yeah, we're here with Tom The show doesn't work as well without the, the production because I'd love to have that song just inserted there. It would have worked perfectly. Yes, oh, well, you can yes. put it in post. You can put it in post. But we're yeah. here with Tom <laughs> Dalpro. Now, now, Tommy, um, uh, again... The whole idea of getting into music, uh, uh, was it fame you were looking for? You were actually looking for fame and fortune? Well, I, was, and... I just bought the whole sort of like, oh, if you're a rock star, you, you get you get all the women, you get loads yeah. of money, yep. you can have a laugh and you stay with your friends. You know, it's like, oh, that would be a good job. I, can, I, can, I felt like when I left school at 15 or whatever, 16 at that point, I could, you know, I could, we can do anything. You can do anything if you put your mind to it. Let's be in a band, you know. That was the drive. Yeah, get all the chicks, get all the yeah. money. That even even John Lennon, like he on camera, he pretty much they asked him, well, "Why did you, you know, get into, you know, music?" And he just goes, "Oh, you know, I just saw other people getting laid and lead singer, and you know, yeah, well, I thought, why yeah, not? He did. Pretty much, yeah, he did that. In pretty that, much, so, so, yeah, that white suit, black and white footage, I think it was." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He still he still had a pretty clean haircut by then. It wasn't you know, bespeckled. Yeah. I, I remember that from a nineteen seventy five interview with John Lennon, him being honest like that. He had a way he had a, yeah. he was very honest, wasn't he? He had that sort of way about I think he yeah. was honest yeah. actually, you know, generally. Generally, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean I don't think he's a great deceiver. John Lennon, uh, he, he, uh, in a way, he was, gave us quite an insight into the ways of the pop world, and he said things like, you know, we had to be arseholes to be famous. I didn't like it, you know. We had to yeah. sell out. You know, he, he really said uh. all these things. And he said, the longer he went on, he said, I think there's a group of lunatics running the show somewhere. Yeah, I remember screen. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I mean, do remember he, that interview. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He was quite an interesting character there. And I still certainly wouldn't have any firm idea about exactly what happened at the end of his life and, you know, yeah now that's the interesting part isn't it that's the fakeologist angle you're listening to farpodcast.com we're here with uh noise level we're here with uh Velocet and me rollo and of course tom dalpra the lead singer of um nutmeg back in the back in the day um uh your thoughts on uh mark david chapman and yoko ono and uh did uh, we'll go back to Nutmeg in a sec because there's a few other questions I've got to ask you. But yeah, um, the death of John Lennon. Do you think that was another psyop where, um, you know, like the death of JFK, you know, where. But it would, it, with the, the, the thing with the Beatles, they got to such a huge level of, of world fame that mm. 
anything that happened with them was going to be influential and going to go into history and um you know it would you could control that situation and it was it would be a powerful situation to control the demise of lenin certainly an early death so i mean god there's a whole load of reasons why you could think well it could be done lenin could have perhaps done a deal with someone and opted out you know and 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 faked it um yeah it could have done but you see I, yeah a little I, bit like back. uh what was it the, the guy from uh the geffen guy um oh what was his name the put a shotgun in his mouth uh nirvana the nirvana lead singer what was his name yeah yeah Cobain. now that that's, that's got to be questionable that's got to be fake hasn't it well i think it's i think it's been put to the the audience fakeologist audience that yeah it, it's 80 uh, percent it fake 80 percent fake on the meter yeah. at the moment i'm just looking yeah, I, now. I, yeah. that one that one <laughs> just makes yeah um i don't know he he actually killed himself just the way that that uh bill hicks wanted his rock stars dead do you remember i wanted yeah. to put a game yeah, yeah, yeah. blow the brains out i want yeah, my yeah. rock stars dead and that yeah, was, yeah, uh, yeah yeah that's the ultimate the ultimate so yeah i don't know i think he probably did that was probably fake yeah bill definitely. hicks yeah bill hicks I, I i never got into him much i mean no. what about you Velis, oh. are you are you into bill hicks or or you um noise he was yeah. awesome he was he was yeah. cutting edge um yeah. it just so untimely for him to just die you know right when he was really pushing it right when george yeah. bush senior was like uh, president he was hacking on him and he, he's hacking on him really well and <laughs> yeah. yeah i think he was just starting to tour britain and then yeah. he, he got what did he get did he get cancer or something he got something yeah, something and they turned him into alex jones right come on i'm probably a little young man. to know like his material from when it was around but i mean i first found out about him um, after he died, um, Letterman did a, did a, did a, has he had his mum on as a guest? So Letterman had had him on as, as a stand up performer years and years and years ago. And Letterman never released the material. He thought it was too cutting edge and he never released it. He just cut it out of the episode. And too then years later after the Bill Hicks' death, then he had Bill Hicks' mum on and they, they replayed that, that first set that Bill Hicks did on his show and, um, sort of one of the main, things they talked about was how it was um you know so before its time he was he was he was great he still is his stuff still pretty much stands the test of time i, I believe um mm. I, I don't think, know uh, do you reckon he died anyone anyone i mean yeah. just, it was just uh, yeah it was so I, I weird so. And he, just, mean, he, bang. he um he Go strikes on. me as being a really talented comedian and he was mm. on the sort of alternative <laughs> edge of things it was pre-internet you know, really, mm. it, it, it sort of, it, but, um, yeah, I don't know if he's necessarily, you know, what he was saying was, was earth moving and, 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 and life changing, but he was a great comedian, I think as well. And he said some things which were, you know, good to hear regarding sort of. I find you know, a lot of those comedians though, the really good ones, they really just tell the truth with, with a good cadence, you know, that's all it is. Mm. Like you look at, um, someone like Dave Chappelle, his two most recent stand, he did two, two performances that were like paired. They were like a double release thing. And in that, it was all occult Illuminati kind of stuff, but it was more or less just telling the truth. But as long as you do it in a funny way and you have the right cadence to get people to laugh, 
they will laugh because they don't get that it's the truth. You know, they think it's a big joke. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you got a point. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. thought he was pretty the truth, really. You're making it I more accessible for people, maybe. Yeah, yeah well, that, that's what they do when you're in that state. You have the chance to open people up with comedy, but... For me, I just when I look at Dave Chappelle performances now, I go, this guy's not really being that funny. He's just telling you the way it is, but it's done in such a way that makes people laugh, like it's not quite true, you know. What pisses me off is like uh, Bill Hicks. He like he he went on about the JFK assassination being like you know like Lee Harvey Oswald. He he went into the the book depository and said, mate, oh, no way anyone could fucking take out. Yeah, you know, a moving target. Yeah, you know, this crap. Yeah, yeah. And mate, I'm just pissed off that I would have loved to have heard his um, spiel on 9/11, and we never got to hear it because he mm. sadly passed away, according to the to the history books. Bill Bill Hicks's take on yeah. Uh, hey Tommy, um, look before we go to a break, and we'll play we'll play um and in and in England they're going mental. Um, let's, um, uh, you, you, um, knocked around with the Katrina and the waves, right? Yeah, 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 I did. Yeah. And it was a good friend of yours, right? And, uh, I don't, I don't mean to upset you here in any way, shape or form, right? But yeah, um, uh, were you, were you in that band or? I know, I I did. I was in a band with the guitarist from Katrina and the Waves for 10 years, and he, Kimberly, is a guy, and he wrote Walking on Sunshine. Um, yes. And, uh, and I, you know, they got their studio. I did lots of recording out of their studio. I recorded with Kim. He's a good friend of mine. He's my snooker partner. Really. So um, I was never in the band. I know Katrina. She sung on some of my demos. So, yeah, I've got that, – that's probably my 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 closest relationship with a, like, a mainstream yeah. band, you know, some – Hmm. But you, I mean, I mean, I mean, they 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 made it big time. Uh, yeah, walking on, walking on sunshine. It's one of those songs. I mean, everybody knows. Yeah, you sold the rights to it. Yeah, it is played a couple of years back. The, and that's just the rights. So he still gets his royalty every six months. But um, yeah, he sold the rights. <clears> to it, but then the the people can then license it out for adverts. And I mean, how many adverts has that song been on? It's an absolute goldmine. And it, it made, yeah, that's true. It kept, yeah. it kept four people in a very healthy living wage. I'm talking 50 grand plus English mm. pounds for about yeah. um, about yeah. 30 years, and then they sold yeah. it for 10 million. So, you, you, I mean, there is money in that game if you get it. If you get you know in the right place, if you get a have they have they sold the have they have they sold the rights completely now? Um, like remember um, remember that that song, um, my darling. Uh, da, 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 your love. You know the one from uh, <laughs> Ghost, right? And they sold the oh, the yeah. rights away, and they didn't see a cent. Well, that was the Everly it. Brothers. Yeah. The Everly yeah. Brothers. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of the deals that the yeah. guys did in back in the fifties or whatever, sixties. Um, yeah, there were a whole load of dodgy deals done then, where mm. a whole load of money was made, but uh, didn't go to who it should have done. Really, I think. Yeah. 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 Well, look. I mean, the Beatles apparently were being taxed at the end about ninety-nine cents, pence. Sorry, pence out of the pound uh, at the end. And uh, like the two Ronnies came to Australia because they were being taxed. Two Ronnies. 
the two Ronnies came to Australia. They did their last two seasons here in, in Australia, uh, 86, 87, yeah. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, and he had a great sense of humour too because Ricky Gervais did a show called, what was it called, uh, Extras or something. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Ronnie Corbett, before he died just recently, yeah, it was sniffing cocaine off for a toilet seat, you know, using his own name. They had that classic line where he said, I knew it was you because I could see your head under the toilet stall. And Ricky Gervais got, oh, what was his name? Um, the guy that played my uncle or my great uncle. Um, what was his name? Um, oh, the fellow, the Irishman, the Irishman. Um, oh, bugger. Oh, come on. Help me out. Who, I'm who trying to play think. Um, not, not, the, not the guy that does a Coronation Street. No, no, no. He no, was no, he was the guy that was trying to separate the British from the Irish. Um, oh, oh, God, uh, I've, I've got a brain fart going. No, um, um, oh, yeah, the, but the, the, no. You mean the 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 what's the, they made a movie out of it, didn't they? Yeah, big time, big time. Uh, um, I'll look, I'll look it up. I'll look, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was wonderful. It was geez. wonderful. Um, but he played this. He played this like I want to. I want to be a a, um, a stand up comedian. Oh, it was, it was brilliant. Oh my god, I've, I've got so much I of a brain part going here at the moment. I think I tried watching the movie. Is it the one with Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson, and he played. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I'll look it up. I'll, all right. yeah, no, no, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. It was terrible. I mean, it wasn't terrible. It just it was just boring. <laughs> What do you reckon? It, now, now, let me ask a question of Tom Dalpra. If they were going to make a movie of your life, would it be super interesting? Like, because, like, play the rock and roll lifestyle that you had. Like, you did it for, for what, 86 to 92? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, was is there a movie in that or what? <laughs> oh, Roland, you're such a party in a bottle, aren't you? You're, you're, you're a real party. You're a fucking... I need the, the, drink, the drink champagne sound effect going now. Yeah, yeah there you go, Vanessa. It, it's perfect, yes. It, 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 you, miss out on all the, like, you miss out on that fun, Tom. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll come. It'll come. It'll be edited in. <laughs> God. Stop, stop making more work for me. We're going to label this uh, fart, fart podcast raw, where it's just a chat without the effect. Yeah, strip it down and see if you can say it, see if it stands up without the, the excellent production. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so. Was, so look, go on. I think there's a. Of course I do. I want to. I'd love to write my story, a story, and I'd love to write it down and an interesting story, hopefully entertaining. The, and it would include more than just the an eighty six ninety two period, and uh, and uh, and it would make an interesting story, I think. And then my relatives could read it, and in you know, going on, my children's children could read it, sort of thing. Yes, yeah, so I'd quite like yeah. to write a, write a document. Would you would you give it all up, and if you'd have taken a safe career like you know driving trains or like being like a you know bureaucratic job, I, would you have I, taken it over um, being a you know? Trying your best at being a, a you know a super duper rock star. Like if you ended up like you know uh, Freddie Mercury, say. I mean, yeah. that's what you were looking for, weren't you? We would at the start, at age fifteen. Yeah, of course, mm. sixteen. It was like we want to be famous. 
We want to be. When will I? Yeah. All that bollocks. Yeah. But mm. it, it, yeah, I mean, could, would I? Now I, I, I sort of, I reject it to an extent, and I did kind of reject it in a way. Then I, I got to a point of thinking I don't like the, the business world, and one that once once the music, the rock and roll met the sort of the ponytailed guys, A and R men at record companies. I sort of. Just thought, thought, nah, this is fucking bollocks, really, isn't it? This isn't the effort yeah. we, we're doing this for. This is. But there's that, that classic thing, isn't there, that fame should always be a byproduct of your passion. You should never go into it for the fame of it. That should just be a yeah. a byproduct. If you, if you do your craft well, then that will come in time. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh. That that's that's wisdom. That, that I think that's wisdom. I think absolutely. I think I had the wrong attitude completely. I wasn't even particularly musical. It was my friends that were really into music. So I just saw this as a way we could stay together. And I was trying to do it for, to understand, I was perhaps was trying to do it for the wrong reasons. I think you get bands like, an example would perhaps be the Rolling Stones, but they didn't make music originally to make money. It wasn't at all what they were thinking of. They just wanted to be in a blues band. You know, they really wanted to be in a blues band. So, And that is, I do believe, the way the, your motivation should not be for money. That, that's a, that comes along with the work and the knowledge, you know. Yep. Money for product. nothing and your chicks product. for free. Who, who sung that? A, a Dark right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Money for nothing and your chicks for free. Yeah. Do things for well, passion. Do passion and, and yes. that, hopefully money follows. You know what I mean? Do things, mm -hmm. I think that's the good, good, uh, good mm. tip. The guy I was trying to think of was Michael Collins. He played Michael yeah, Collins. Yeah. He's my great, my great uncle. Yeah, and uh, and he he became a great actor, um, Liam Neeson. And uh, wait, yeah, wait, wait, look, Michael, Michael look at Collins, us, look at us. Or your uncle? What, what are you saying? Uh, great, the second man uncle. on the moon, or the, the guy who stayed in the capsule? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's a cheeky cunt, isn't he? Where, where's Rick? Come on, let's rip on Rick. Where is he? Where is he? Uh, he's in, in a, a room. bloody poofter. Oh, I'm at the pokies. I'm at the pokies right now. I'm putting, uh, just won $188. 88, of course, is uh, a number that Yarn Owen said is bad, so I believe. <laughs> Wait till he listens back to this. He'll love it. Yeah, so um, so uh, after um, after 1992 and you kind of, um, you're like, you finished up with a, did you end I mean, you still kept music? It's part of your life, obviously. I, Have you got your keyboard in front of you right now? Yeah, so I, I'm at home, so yeah, it's, I always have, I'm next to a keyboard, yeah. You've always got a song ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Can you sing a song for fartpodcast.com? What rhymes with fartpodcast.com? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God, yeah. Roller is yeah. always wrong. <laughs> Rollo's always wrong. Fartpodcast.com. Take two. Rollo's always wrong. Fartpodcast.com. There we go. Two on that. Two on that. Nom, nom, nom. Sorry. Nom, oh, nommy, nom, the Betty Nom Nums. Betty Nom Nums. It's a great song that we're producing in real time. Yeah. 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 Make a note of those lyrics. Indeed. Yeah. No, it's good to have you here, Tom. I mean, yeah. you've been part of Fakeologist. For years, I mean, you've had, I mean, you had thoughts on, like, nuclear weapons, bloody, uh, whatever it was, JFK, yeah, go nukes. 
Yeah. I would say you've got me in here, to, you know, talking about nutmeg, but I was one of the first people in the world to uh, call out several psyops and yeah. to talk about several things that we talked about before several Go years ago. Yeah, which, which ones were the key things you saw? Well, I suppose, I suppose I'd say that the, um, the Hillsborough tragedy, the football ones, the, the Hillsborough, Ibrox and Heysel are three very famous European football tragedies of the 80s. And uh -huh. I called those out. Um, <laughs> and uh, things like there's a Marchioness tragedy where a boat, a, a sort of pleasure boat on the River Thames in 1989, that was a, sort of a big deal that perhaps people hadn't thought about. That was uh, in terms of it being faked. Um, I showed Bob Geldof foreshadowing Dunblane 17 years before in the video to I Don't Like Mondays. Um, ah. That was an eye opener to me. That was amazing. Right. It, sort of, it said so much. And, uh, I remember on one of the first episodes we did, I think before we had our own site and we did the official podcast number one, you were on our pre precursor show where we actually played I Don't Like Mondays and I had all the gunshots. So we'll have to grab some excerpts of that and re-upload it in our own thing because that was really funny, you talking about that. Oh, it's interesting. Hmm. Agent Geldof, who was uh, due to be a, a, an astronaut possibly after he'd finished the Boomtown Rats, but this is what his daughter Peaches said in an interview once. So this is quite revelatory, isn't it? He was going to be a he might have been an astronaut in go to Russia and do the training, but then they changed his mind and they said no, we'll do, we'll do Live Aid. So he did Live Aid instead. You know? He, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How did that work out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked it up, man. Like everyone was saying, mate, guy, guy, Bob, look, if you give the money to this certain part of Africa. It, it's they're going to use it for guns, you know, and they're going to use it. There's a war going on, and so don't do it. But he still did it, and of course, yeah, conflict, death, you know, apparently. So there was no live, more death going on. So I heard, yeah, so I read. You, you don't know what to, you don't know what to believe. You don't know what to believe, hey, yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, well, how it's like well, a scam. How would, if it's a scam, how what was the play on us, you know, exactly? How sinister yeah, was yeah. it? I don't I mean, it, you know, there people are starving in Africa, I'm willing to fucking believe. You know what I mean? That is, uh, and, yeah. uh, but exactly, I, I don't know. Give us your fucking money. Yeah, yeah, I always remember that. I'm thinking, man, just take it easy. You know, like, yeah, that, that's, but maybe it worked. It probably worked. And all of a sudden, wow, that, the, the switchboards lit up and donations yeah. fled in. You know, like, uh, I, it was a bit rough, you know, like a bit, bit rude. He was a man of know. the people. I mean, he was a big star. <laughs> a hugely successful operation, you know, massive sort of, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. It, it sounded like, he sounded pretty desperate, man. Like there just wasn't enough money coming in when he, when he spruked that, like, give us your fucking money, you know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think that Sage. was just like, you know. Oh, he's so like the man on the street, isn't it? He? he said, fuck on yeah. television. You know, you were yeah, allowed yeah, to yeah. say it that day because, well, it was politically correct on that day because it was Bob Geller's yeah. and it was like getting money for starving Africans. So, exactly. Lives are in the balance. And plus, look, I didn't live aid and like aid and AIDS. Was that around at that time? Was, uh, was yeah, There's I mean, an association there, isn't there? It makes yeah, me think yeah, of that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've already got the word live, which a long, long time ago was put into the English language. The reverse of it is evil. And evil, evil yeah. To, to open-minded people now, and they'll go, no, nah, no, nah, that's just Coincidence. Crazy. 
Yeah. yeah, of course. No, I'm sorry, mate. This is part <laughs> of the control like... system that you're in. You're in it. You're living in yeah. it. You can't see it because it's so around you. But, yeah, I mean. Yeah. No, it's I've... like God, God and dog, you know, just come on, please. You know, yeah. um, I mean, there's living... some. Yeah, yeah and dog, dogma. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 yeah the power yeah. of words. Words are powerful, no doubt. You know, yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they, of course. We're, we're close. The, the, uh, the control system certainly goes to to the language as well. The, the one I like was the hello in in. Uh, we were given hello only relatively recently when the telephone was introduced. We never said as a greeting hello before. It was a hoy yeah. or other stuff, but they actually sort of foisted that in so that that's become a word that everyone in the whole world uses all the time. So every time someone says hello, greet someone, they are just subliminally in a small way asserting the ancient control mechanism of good and evil of, of heaven and hell amazing isn't it hmm. yeah yeah every time you say hello well i actually i've even heard like uh, um i remember uh, amen uh, amen at the end of every prayer or whatever uh, i i remember watching this uh was it uh anyway they they, they called themselves Armin stop productions and they said that the oh, word arm. Shit. Uh, I was I was uh, muted. So hey guys, no, yeah. Hello. Could you hear me? Could you hear me before? Like yeah. No, hello. no, no. You, you just disappeared. Hello. Man. Well, look, there was a guy. There's a famous guy in Australia called John Laws. Hello world. I'm John Laws. One three hundred five six four six. Who's this guy? I've never heard of him before. <laughs> <laughs> We've always got to do a uh, a John Laws, uh, you know, reference. Yeah, of and and he he made it, he made it huge, and then unfortunately he um he got busted uh, uh, with someone his producers called someone and his name was Ron Bakir and he called <laughs> and he said you called me <laughs> and uh, you can listen to um uh, fartpodcast dot com uh, two episodes back this is episode eleven maybe I don't know what we'll call it but. Uh, but it's fantastic to have. Um, uh, I mean, you had Howard Sattler over there. Who's your biggest shock jock in uh, in Cambridge? Like, who do you listen to, Tom? Oh no, this is Cambridge, of course. It's we don't have a shock jock here in Cambridge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I think it's rather vulgar, actually. Yes. Um, <laughs> as I thought, those calls into to John Laws were the poor old man. He's a nice bloke, and you're pestering him. <laughs> Stalking or what's it called? It's um, codependence. Don't worry about it. He loves it. <laughs> oh, that's they, cool. they, they feed off each other, both of them. They they love it. They make out they don't. It's two snakes <laughs> eating each other's tails. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, piss off, mate. Okay. My, my old man always called him a flea. He called him a flea. He didn't like. He didn't yeah. like him. I I always liked him. Because yeah. I like Radio Men. I like, um, you know, Stan Zamanik. I liked Mike Carlton and uh, all, all all the old old school. Yeah, but yeah. if you don't have one there in Cambridge, I mean, um, I don't think you're allowed to I, have I one. I feel any. for you. I feel for you because shock jobs yeah. were great. I mean, back in the day, um, uh, uh, Stan Zamanik was just so funny. Like when he um, he'd always call you a buffhead or a poofter. Or whatever. <laughs> it was so 
He was he was so quintessentially Australian, which is what we're trying to do here at the fartpodcast.com. Now, it's fart, fart tonight will stand for fa- uh, Fantasy Australian Roundtable, I think. Fantasy. Okay. Not, not, not fakeologist, not um, fearless, but fantasy tonight. Yeah. All right. Fantasy well, Australian Roundtable. Yeah. I didn't Why get a not? vote on that. I didn't get a vote. No, on that no. Point. I look, look. I'm the host now. I'm... Oh, fuck you! <laughs> the power's gone to my head. Hey, noise! The power's gone to my head. The champagne's gone to your head. Oh, yeah. it could be. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll talk to Rick. I'll talk to Bello. Like, just be like the goodies. We'll, like, one of them always goes bad. And the other Take a little like, good advice. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trying to do paradise. They were great. Did, did, 1969 did, to what? 81. They went for. Did they Tom, were great. Tom, did you did you get into the goodies or did you just like it was only played once apparently in your in your country? Yeah, um, that's right. Um, do you remember oh, the goodies? Well, we went into the goodies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm thinking of when I was a child. I grew up watching yeah. the goodies. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. They, they were great. It was essential. Did you know what made it so great? Do you know what made it so great? I'll tell you. Jim Franklin. Jim Franklin was the guy that made it awesome. All the uh, outside shots and whatnot, all the all the good stuff was all filmed by Jim Franklin. When they went to ITV, or they called it ATV back then, uh, and uh, they, and um, Michael Grade was uh, was the um, guy running the show, and uh, he just shit canned them. It, they paid out their contracts, and and they didn't get two more series, but. Uh, I love the goodies. I mean, the goodies in Australia were pay, played uh, for about 10 years straight. The, uh, it was goodies from 6 to 6.30 and then Doctor Who, 6.30 to 7, wasn't it? I mean, you, yeah, you must remember and, that. And then, the, and then the news. And then, then, and the, then the, the news, the, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it was classic. Yeah. And, was like, the, the goodies track? wasn't even that much of a, um, I mean, goodies in the beanstalk. I mean, it had topless girls in it. Good. Yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> and uh, they, they never meant it for it to be a kids show. So well, Australian censors had to take that out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like you had look, they, they they nicked all the the fart. You know, they always fast up the film like Benny Hill. So and Benny Hill was always Yeah, So probably they they just chuck a few tits in. You know, you know It was the opposite of the moon landings, except it still had tits. <laughs> Did you see that uh, animated gift that Del Quar put in into fakeologist dot com in the in the chat where the one woman's got a breast <laughs> and it's got a it's got a jet plane on it and the other breast has got like the twin towers on it and she's like jiggling them together. <laughs> oh fuck it's Del Quar's got a wicked sense of humor. I mean, what's not to love about Del Quar? Yeah. Yeah. When we get back over there, we're going to hook up with you guys. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Oh, dear, oh, dear. So um, in your later career, um, Tom, like when you got back together, you, there's a song that that's on YouTube that you can find uh, where you uh, you do a flip and you kick the mic out of the stand. Is that where you bunged your shoulder or what happened? I, 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 I did my shoulder doing that move, though, and I'd done yeah. that move. For the last 30 years, virtually, all the time. Mm-hmm. So here I am, sort of like later 40s, when that was, that's 2012, I think, actually, six yes. years ago. 
So yeah, I'm in my forties, mid forties, and uh, but it was not that long after that that I did that backflip thing, which wasn't like a gymnastic move at all. It was completely untrained, and I just sort of used to land where I landed, and I landed on my hand arm and did my shoulder in. Yeah, yeah stage kept, injury. Kept playing though. Kept playing. Oh yeah, like, I haven't seen finish the gig. Finish the gig. Yeah, yeah, that's the way. That's the way. <laughs> Oh, the show must go on, Tom. The show must go on. Yeah. Were you taking any kind of, you know, medical <laughs> might aid in the pain relief, or was this just, uh, you know, show must go on because it has to without any aid? I, I never had any had the money. You know, obviously, I've done I've done loads of gigs on on any manner of of of, of intoxicant you could think of. Probably, mm-hmm. you, you name it, I've probably done a gig on it, but. <laughs> but I, I, generally, I, didn't. I generally I didn't. I was pretty sober, and I wasn't even stoned. You know, for, I didn't even have a joint or anything. Yeah, that. That's it. That's that was it. your problem, man. That's it. You got to get I tell you that it is a wonderful <laughs> thing. Performing music in front of a crowd is one of the most exhilarating things and uplifting things that I've done in my life. And it's okay. the kind of thing where you, you you do it. You go to bed. You wake up the next day, and you just got a sense of well being. You know, it's. Uh, I, I never used to have a hangover. However much I drunk, you know, later on, if I'd done a gig, you know, a good gig, it's a real elixir of life, man. You get all those people cheering for you; it's fantastically inspiring. I totally recommend. Yeah. It. Yeah, well, how many of us that aren't rock stars have spent, you know, how many, you know, the classic singing into the hairbrush thing? Not that like, guess guys don't sing into a hairbrush, but the idea of imagining that you're you're on stage in front of people, even that is exhilarating in itself. Just the idea of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it 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 really is. It's great, you know. It's uh, it, and however sort of rough you felt or something, however sort of sort of weary or tired or something, every time I got up on stage and and started singing, and uh, it, it went away, man. I've never, mm. yeah, I've never not been able to get up and and sing and do a gig. However, I felt really. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's a buzz. Man. All that energy just from from the audience just. Probably just focuses oh, in. It's, it's a great, it's a great up. buzz. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like I don't know if, if yeah, yeah. No, it is. It's it's uh, it's something special there. Yeah. I guess it's a. Uh, have we lost someone? Did someone just? Uh, someone else. Anyway, Velvia. Velvia's joined. Velvia's. Rollo's. Rollo's just going out for a cigarette, and we'll we'll introduce uh, Velvia in the next break. So when we get a sec, okay. um, when Rollo's back, we'll we'll have a chat. Mm. I've got about fifteen well, more minutes with you, you Australian gentlemen, and and uh, yeah, yeah, so um, um, I'll be diving out things to do on a Saturday here, but um, yeah, they're good stuff. Yeah. Hey, uh, Tom, look, what the the name nutmeg? Did you did you name it nutmeg because nutmeg? If you eat enough of it, you die, like poison. <laughs> like, are you like yeah. a, you would you're way ahead before the the band poison sort of? You know, is that the reason? <laughs> well. <laughs> It, you know, it's got all those connot- it's got those connotations, and it, we only really found it out. Well, no, we did. We tried it. We tried it. We heard that it was a drug that could get you tripping. You know, and the ah, people, yeah. people in prisons had, had found ways of, of sort of cooking it up to get to get some kind of hit. So it, it, ah. is, it has been used as like a narcotic uh, as a uh, um, in its time. But really, we we just like the words <laughs> when we saw it on the spice rack. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We like that. 
You know, Simple, effective. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, we did try it. We did try and cook it up and don't get it so high on it and stuff, you know. But be, by the way, be careful with that, apparently. That is really dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it, it, have to I've really know that. what I've never did. tried it myself. I'm, no, I'm, I've I, sprinkled, I, it, I sprinkled it on uh, my What chunk. are we talking about? What, what, what have you never tried? Nice. Nutmeg. nutmeg. Oh, no, oh, the nutmeg challenge. Is that what you're talking about? No, uh, the, 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 the herb, is it a herb or a seed? What is it? Is it a yeah, nut? yeah, where, where people will put a teaspoon in their mouth. It was a, it was a thing. It, wasn't, it, was a it didn't thing have on... to be cooking it up. Yeah, you, there was a thing a few few years back about people yeah, it was a, consuming um, huge yeah. amounts. It's like eating lots of poppy seeds, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, failed yeah. the drug test after eating yeah, a roll. Right. Not to be recommended. <laughs> Anyone I've seen who's been on a trip on it have said, oh, my God, you know, this is a <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, it's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Close. <laughs> I mean, the thing so you're that- listening to com. I'm here with, uh, I'm Rollo here in Newcastle and Velocet's here in Newcastle. He's in the, he's out on my balcony as we speak. In the treehouse. Yeah. And we've got, we've got, uh, noise level over from Perth and we've yep. got from Cambridge, UK, uh, the lead singer of Nutmeg. Yeah, the band, 86 to 92, yeah, fantastic. It's, it's wonderful, Tom. I mean, how many fucking, how many fucking, uh, weeks have we tried to get you on? Two or three? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the problem was. Yeah. We still don't know. We, no, yeah, no. we still don't know. This, this is, this is yeah. the raw show where we do it elsewhere because I can't get the fucking thing to work on my server. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah Discord, Discord. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we can't blame Discord, Lives up as, as Bella said. Bella said has said in the past. <laughs> uh, it, it, it is such a good, it is such a good device to do a, um, to do a, um, a wonderful uh, sort of Graham Norton show type thing. Yeah. Well, um, uh, we can, we're going to uh, introduce. Are we going to introduce uh, Velvia? Salvia. Hey, Velvia. <laughs> Velvia. Hello, Velvia. Hello. Hey, what's up? Just so. Oh. How you doing? Yeah, and where are you from, mate? I'm from the Netherlands. What I'm the doing? The Netherlands. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. How did yeah. you find? This is, like, this is how did you? How, how did you find fartpodcast.com or fakeologist.com? Like, um, was it nine eleven? Is that what got you into this this gig? I found. The Fakeologist website on Discord about a year ago, mm-hmm. by now, or maybe even more ago, and um, I was looking. I was looking for a conspiracy discords just to mm. talk with uh, talk with some people. I have been on forums before, but I wanted sure. to chat, you know, with a microphone and uh, try yeah. that out. No worries. No worries. And the word conspiracy is kind of a loaded term. It's it's like um you know, like conspiracy theory or conspiracy theorist. Um uh I think us here I think the word go again. Oh sorry, I I thought someone else was talking. Uh look, um conspiracy theory and conspiracy theorist is a uh, is a term that is uh <coughs> Um, it's, it's, it's used to belittle, uh, uh, people who question, like things like 9-11. Have you told your 9-11 story, Velvia? 
on Fakeologist or or can you tell us with us? When did you when did you when did you know that no planes hit the tower and the tower collapses were um controlled demolition? When did you know that? Well You're putting words in his mouth, but anyway, go no, on, sorry. No, no. <laughs> sorry, dude. Yeah. <laughs> speak to you, speak freely. This is the go free speaking it. Australian roundtable. Yep. yep. Go Velia. Velia. I don't know I don't know exactly when I was first introduced to the uh, 9-11 conspiracy. I mm -hmm. don't know. But uh, over the years, I did watch videos on an intermittent, uh, um, on an intermittent basis. So, you know, I would watch some videos one month on another. I don't watch them all the time. Just occasionally they enter my feed and I check them out. Mm. I I don't know what which story uh, to believe. So um, you were putting. I just want to make that clear to the audience that I never okay. talked about. That's fine. Uh, That's fine. Have you ever? Um, I mean, you must have watched um, Simon Shack's uh, September Clues, right? September Clues. Have you watched that? Um, I've heard about September Clues, but mm. I don't. I think I ever watched a video. Alright, well, that's one I, I do suggest worth you watch. Look. Yeah, yeah, it's worth a look. Yeah. You Definitely really were putting look. words in Velvia's mouth. So <laughs> Sorry about that. You, Velvia, he, what do you, he could, what do he you could believe the official story. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that's, that's what I want to get. So what, what do you think happened that day? Yeah. Uh, I would say the official story, but... I am uh, skeptical on some things that um, I'm not sure about on the official story. Mm. Okay, maybe I could ask this question. Do you think that George Bush was a bit of a bumbling fool or was George Bush an evil genius? Because they're, they're two very polar opposites that people seem to have opinions on. Um, I don't know. Bit of bit bit of each, maybe, you know, like. He's just a puppet. He's just a. <laughs> his old man. Well, his old man was just running the show all the time, and he was well, just that, like, that's, yeah. that's what I was kind of driving at. The idea, because I yeah. know, like, if you watch Letterman, they always did that great moments in presidential speeches where they would they would do two great speeches from like you know JFK and that, <clears> and then they would play a George Bush clip where, where he's playing the bumbling fool. But yet, yeah. you know, in modern society, most people would believe that George Bush was this fool, but they'll also believe that he was some evil genius who, you know, was some complete inside job with 9-11. It's like you're holding two completely diametrically opposed opinions. Mm. The dual pillar thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Dumb. What's that called? Yeah. It's called the, um, what's it? Uh, oh, we've gone My way past 9-11, haven't we? Yeah, the duality, the duality <laughs> of man, isn't it? The, the two... Two pillars, yeah. Oh. But uh, it's 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 certainly um, it's certainly awesome to have oh, someone cognitive here. Cognitive dissonance. Cognitive it's dissonance. Great. It's certainly it's to great. have to have someone. Yeah, a, that, Dutch, um, a Dutch, a Dutch yeah. citizen, or yeah. Uh, what what is how do you say conspiracy in in? Uh, yeah, good point. Good in question. Dutch, just 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 or conspiracy theory, I should say. Mm. I want to hear. Um, I want to hear the lingo. 
It's um, yeah. Samen, samenzwering. 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 Yeah. Samenzwering. That's conspiracy theory. Because that came from, uh, what was it, uh, uh, the Kennedy, November 22nd, 1963, right? Uh, it came from so that, it, of course. Yeah, the ha- it, it was the, yeah. all the thing about another shooter. So if you thought there was beyond one person who did it, yes. then you've yeah. made you a conspiracy theorist. Yes, yeah. coming to cinemas this summer, Mel Gibson in <laughs> Summer Sphering. Gotta have Mel. <laughs> and it means, and it means... Multiple people uh, collaborating to uh, hide something, basically. Yes. All right. Yeah. There was, was a, a fellow Oliver Stone did a film. Uh, Oliver Stone did a film in 2006 called uh, what was it? World Trade Center. And great film. A complete lies. Lies all over. Yeah. And that way you look back at his other stuff. <laughs> Actually, uh, complete boredom. Complete boredom. It was just boredom so boredom. and lies. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. There's no way. Um, yeah. Who, who was the main but, star but it of that? Had, it was Nick, Nick Cage, Cage, right? Nick Cage, Nick Cage yeah, was Nick in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's got something, you know? Yeah. I find a lot of um, these films <laughs> that are made for the sake of it. They're like soulless. Do you know what I mean? They've been made yeah. toward it. Yeah, you've got to, I want you to make a film about you know, the World Trade Center because it's, you know, it's an agenda driven. Yeah, to me, um, when I watched that, it was like, like, it's a bit like we said yeah. about that making good music and getting me in a hit. You, you, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm. It. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah they're shills. I mean, I don't like the word, but, but yeah, shills, shills. Shills. Yeah. Shells. I mean, what, I don't what, know. I don't what, even remember what, what, when that Dutch, word. What's shill for Dutch? Dutch for shill. What's <laughs> there? We go. There we go. Dutch uh, shill. What's I shill in I Dutch? I don't know. Can you? Ah, uh, yeah. Explain. Um, what is it? Oh, is a stooge is, in a hoax? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, someone, someone like like a magician. Like the 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 woman that uh, helps the magician do the act. She has been. She is yeah, say, 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 say yeah. you have a, mag- a magic act on stage and they say someone from the audience come up, but the person in the audience is a plant. They're a person who was there already yeah. planning to help help the hoax along. Exactly. Or you can even have, yes. even in a, in, in a bidding scenario, and maybe this doesn't help because I know you guys have Dutch auctions, but <laughs> um, say in like a bidding <laughs> scenario when you have a shill there to intentionally keep upping the bid to push the price higher for a legitimate yeah. buyer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There was a wonderful uh, movie called Mickey Blue Eyes where, um, remember her earpiece oh, yeah. fell out? And <laughs> he's there going, ha, ha, <laughs> with Hugh Grant trying to get her to stop bidding. But no, uh, yeah, she kept bidding. It was, oh, it's one of the best movies I've ever made. Anyone, anyone who's listening to fightpodcast.com, listen to or oh, watch uh, Mickey Blue Eyes. Yeah, it's a fantastic right. film. Yeah, so, um, so, um, ah. Velvia, like, uh, like, uh, so again, where, how did you find fakeologists? How, how, did you just, did you just stumble across it? Like, it's, it's always an interesting way. Uh, I, um, I, you, I, used, yeah. I used the search term on Google. I think it was yeah. conspiracy discord. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Because I wanted to listen to some people and share some of my and share some of the things I'm working on, and yeah. that's how I found this one. 
Psychologist uh, stuff. How good is that? Like you, you type in like uh, Discord conspiracy and you rock up with psychologists. That's yeah. Ab will be very happy with those kind of Google yeah. analytics. Yeah, yeah, analytics. Like he's, he's always he's always very into the tech side of things. I'm sure he'd be happy that you can search that and find him. Make That's a note of sweet. it. We'll tell him. Yeah. Well, this, yeah. was, this was like one and a half years ago, so things might might have changed since then. Changed? Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> one of the one of the one of the classics. One of the classics is uh, if you um. Go back and listen to, I think, episode 8 and 9 or 10 or 11, probably 9 and 11, you know, of um, Ab. He, he he interviews a guy called Simon Shack, and Simon Shack is like, when it comes to the lowdown on 9-11, that guy knows it. That guy knows it, yeah, all. And uh, I, I do suggest, yeah, uh, September Clues. I know at the beginning it says, um, you know, um, what is it called? Um uh, you know, to all the victims and that, but he's since changed his mind. He's since changed his mind. Mm. Uh, Tom, Tom, <coughs> we haven't gone back to Tom for a bit. Tommy, no. uh, um, uh, you're, you've made some YouTube videos. Um, one's on soccer. Like, do you want to tell us a little bit about your YouTube video that you made on soccer, mate? So, change the subject very quickly. Yeah. Hi. Oh, okay. So, I made a video about. The Leicester City. Now, Leicester City won the Premier League in 2016, um, which was a huge shock. You know, it's like something like 5,000 to 1 at the start of the season. It was like the kind of thing that just wouldn't happen. But mm. going back, tracing it back, um, d- leading up to it, they, they had this, this archaeological dig for King Richard III in the car park of Leicester City Social Services. <laughs> so they dug, they dug, apparently dug him up, Richard III. He was given a sort of, he was given a, a, a poor burial. Oh, a bit, a bit like, um, what, what was that, 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 uh, like time, t- time team when they, yeah, yeah. they said, no, yeah, we're going to yeah, find, yeah, oh, he's go. definitely still there. There was a myth came up because his, his tomb had been desecrated, his grave had been desecrated in the Reformation and they said it had been th- his remains had been thrown in the River Saw and, yeah, really, people didn't have a clue exactly where he was at all. That's what it came across to me. But they got some funding. They had this little dig in Leicester City Social Services car park. Found him on the first day of digging. There they found him, this skeleton. They said, yeah, this Under is a car park. In the car park. And then they gave him this burial. And uh, from that, at that so moment... So they dug him up and they buried him again? And they the really heard him. So he gave him a proper burial this time in the right. Leicester City Cathedral. So at that precise moment, the, the Leicester City were bottom of the league and they were like inevitable for relegation. They were just one team that would be going down. There was no doubt about it. But from that moment, they had this remarkable winning run started and they got themselves right. right out of relegation zone. And then the next year, they went on to actually win the flipping league. So that was from precisely the point that they, they reburied and gave King Richard III a, a decent burial. And then... Just as yeah, wasn't there something to do with the actual car park, though? Like there was an R over the car space that he was under or something? Wasn't the letter there as well? Well, that's a detail I don't know about. That's an interesting detail. I mean, 
you, you, you could go back and have a laugh with that whole thing because I think really you've got to say that that is just contrived. You know, they, no, I, I agree. I agree it's contrived, but I'm pretty sure there was only one reserved car space in that car park and it didn't have reserved written. It just had a big R on the car space for Richard. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry. Yeah, no, I get you. That, that, another further <clears throat> affirmation of contrivance probably. Yeah, they, they like <laughs> But there, there was an interesting follow-up to that. This a couple of months back now, there was a huge the owner of Leicester City. So they've got the King Power Stadium. Sorry, that's an important detail of this. They wear King Power on their shirts. This big, it's the sponsor, which is a um, a duty-free company from Thailand, owned by the billionaire Thai owner. But anyway, he took off from the King Power Stadium in his helicopter and crashed in the car park. This was a couple of months back. So the news wow. was full of stories about King Power Stadium and car park and crashing King Power, flaming reference. And um, so, yeah, this flaming King Power reference. And it's relevant, of course, because soon we've got Queen Liz is going to be moving on and we're going to have a king soon in England. So, uh, you know, this well, is Charles. You mean Charles? Charles? Yeah, it'll be Charles. What, what do you reckon? Do you think Charles, Chuck will get it? Yeah, yeah. Will Chuck get it or Chuck, will they give it straight Chuck. to William? William. There's a, of, there's, a of, there's a couple of permutations, but it, like the Queen could stand down while she's still alive and then he could be Prince Regent, Charles. And mm. uh, that was favourite to what would what might go on with the, the sort of mm. parent was favourite. But the do, you think Harry, do you think Harry was shot from Charles's ju- uh, gun barrel? <laughs> I, I don't know, those royal babies. It looks like Hewitt to me, I'm sorry. but well, they I, I used to think that. Yeah, go, on. Sorry, go on, Tom. It can go certainly on. time pregnancies and births, it seems. This, this seems, you know, mm. I think that's one thing we can take from it, that, that they can synchronise it to get the dates almost exactly right. I think Yoko Ono, we mentioned her earlier, she actually managed yeah. to get Sean Lennon born on John Lennon's birthday. So that was clear. Oh wasn't? yeah, Sean Lennon. He he had a couple of couple of songs, didn't he? Uh, now you're in heaven. Was fucking that, Sean Lennon? Oh, you think that Julian? Julian Lennon. Julian Lennon. Julian Lennon. He had like uh, like the. Now you're salt, in heaven. Salt water. Salt water gets in my eyes. Oh, salt hit. water gets in my eyes. Yeah. 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 It's all, wrong, that was all like climate change and stuff. He he mm. loves that stuff. You know. Yeah. What happened yeah. to that guy? Bless him. Well, he, 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 I'm not sure he, he probably got, he finally got the deal from his dad. He got the, the lawyers probably sorted it out, and I think they got mm-hmm. looked after. Finally, Yoko See. gave him a few million. You know, he's all right. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop, stop making music, Julian. Just, just take the money. <laughs> yeah, In fact, oh, she yeah. probably did. I actually like that song. I actually thought that was quite a good song. Did you, did you oh, like the John Lennon song? Imagine there's no heaven. It's we all easy know it. If you try. So is, is I that don't one, like it. Yeah. It's a New World on, Order on. anthem, isn't it? It's a New World Order anthem. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. I'm pretty sure you said that before, yeah. Yeah, it, I agree with that. Sense. You can see what he's saying. We I'll do it in Stephen Hawking style, ready? There's no heaven. That's Christopher Walken. Because <laughs> Stephen Hawking's from where... Because um, actually, you've seen Stephen Hawking in real life, haven't you, um, Tom? I have. He lived in Cambridge. He lived in Cambridge. Yeah, yeah, sure there's no heaven. <laughs> there we go. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, it's hard. I just, I just give it a shot. I don't know if I can do it. It was only Storm Media last week. 
<laughs> I did Saw Media, yeah, does a, a wonderful um, Chris Walken or what was that? No, 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 I, 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 thought, I thought he was uh, the other no, guy. No, heaven or hell below us. <laughs> What's the other guy? Not Tex Mars. What's the other guy? Oh, oh no, he does. I'm kind of, what the oh, fuck is that? Oh, guy's yeah, name? he does Jam Fetzer. Oh, I've got Jam Fetzer on the line. He does Jam Fetzer. Jam Fetzer. Sweet. <laughs> the guy that changes his story, you know. I've got Jim Lear on the line, you know, and uh, and then just changes. Yeah, we back to holograms the week after, yeah. Anyway, we've, we look, we've lost. Hey, what are your, hey, Tom Dalpro, what are your thoughts on the death of George H.W. Bush. Are you glad he's dead? Like, I mean, you're against war, right? Like, are you? Like, uh, yeah, Gulf War I, One, like, Gulf War Two. Um, yeah. And, do, you, do you like that the actor is dead? Do you, do you wish death upon people, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lovely question. Well, yeah, what a lovely question. Yeah, I mean, yeah. am I glad he's Such dead? A good host. That, that isn't how I, my <laughs> mind works. At all, Rolo. That's the answer to that. Okay. No, okay. It, it certainly wasn't something I go, hooray, he's dead, because I don't think it works like that. Well, I, 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 I played happy that, days are here again. I was, oh, that, was a, that was a blatant joke, but, yeah, I was just <laughs> yeah, trying to satirise yeah. a bit just yeah. then with Tom. I wasn't, yeah. you know, obviously. No, you know, you're right. Keep going. Stop dying. It's not a good it's thing. A I just thought fair, it was funny. Because I agree. That, that's the way it works. He's, he's just a, a puppet, an actor. Like, it's, it would be silly to, to be glad someone's dead like that, I think. Yeah. Mm. There you go. But, but I mean, like when I asked about it last time, like Rick, Rick really like he, he, he went went sick on old. Oh, he, he doesn't hold back, does he, Rick? What is it? Never backward when coming like, coming he's forward. Yeah. He's got kids, mate. You know, like maybe yeah. you should like rethink it. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. He's cool, and he. Uh, we don't no, know where he is tonight. Right, he's well, we do know he's in Balmain tonight. And a big shout-out to Exoteric64, <laughs> a big shout-out. Uh, where where are you, you poofter cunt? Where are you? <laughs> he loves calling me that name. Yeah. So, <laughs> love you. I love you, Rick. Love you. Yeah. We'll see you in January. All right, keep going. Uh, where else are we going with this? So, uh, what oh, else? We, we went through the Stephen Hawking. So, um, the lady, the latter part of your career, um, when you, um, uh, twenty twelve and that, you started running festivals, and is that what you did, Tom? And, and I did stuff. I did stuff. I didn't. I mean, I helped. I helped things. I do. I do comparing and stuff. And I worked. well, you're a carer as well, and you do. And you do. What else do you do? You do. On Wednesday nights, mental yeah. health, mental health. Yeah. I, I've been a postman in recent times, but my most of my twenty, I took twenty years in mental health, my full time sort of job for years. Right, yeah. was, and a care worker, a large part of that, just hands on. So it's, right. yeah, it's not minimum wage, but it's not a particularly high paid job, but it's mm. real. You know, it's quite a nice job. Mm. Sure, helping. People, and and tell me this, like you now in mental health, right, like. You know where people are suffering from cognitive dissonance when they uh, that they, they they work out that no planes hit the towers on nine eleven and the towers were blown down by controlled demolition. How easy is it to, to help them? You should get a job there, man. Yeah, well, someone with a with an IQ of seven, you know, who's worked all that. Joel, out. Joel, are you seeing anybody about your mental problems? <laughs> Oh, he's doing his John Laws. <laughs> That's good. 
<laughs> John Lord still thinks plane hit the towers and, and the towers fell down because, you know, because of structural failure and, you know, the, the you know, metal or whatever. Because of the heat of the jet fuel. Yeah, I know. I love I, the way he said it. I love the way he said it. He, like, he should be in, he should, he should have his own series, that guy, you know? <laughs> yeah, Academy does. Award. Yeah, Harley Guy. Harley Guy, is that his name? Harley Guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a Fox News intern or something. He he, he, he is a a known character who's related to the media, you know, definitely. I think Mm. that's come out, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. As we we all know, I mean, anyone who's worked in the steel industry, like I do, uh, I know that Oxyacetylene is the only thing you can use to cut steel or shape charges like yeah, in uh, what happened in, uh, what was it, Oklahoma in 1995, you know, the front of the facade of that building. That all came down from shape charges. It could not come down from Timothy McVeigh and a an AMFO bomb. There's no way. It just doesn't, it just doesn't uh, physics... Uh, it doesn't work like that. But unfortunately, but remember, hey, Tommy, back in the 60s, right, you must remember, people used to sit there clocked to the time that they saw on the telly. Because they, yeah. you know, they they thought, well, what we're seeing on the telly, well, you know, it's live. But, but, but they, they kind of work pre-recorded out. They pre-recorded. pre-recorded. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that. back in the day, there was, a, there was a show called The Fugitive, right? And my favorite story that my father told me, was like the woman beating the the actor over the head with an umbrella, saying he didn't do it. Richard Kimball didn't do it. You know, it's <laughs> like this poor cunt. All he's done is like play an acting role as a bad guy. Yeah. Well, he's not really the bad guy. He's just he's just trying to catch Richard Kimball. Yeah. Why am I getting feedback? Yeah, you get them doing sound effects just like with your mobile or something. Or like mm. anyway, that's all. Uh, it doesn't matter. Nah, it doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't hey, matter. Hold on. I'll, do, I'll do my sound effect. Ready? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's all perfect. My presence, Tom Dapper, is going to expose the new world Sorry, is, is the feedback what's... occurs whenever I walk too close to Rollo, that's all. That's what it was, yeah. We're going to shut up shop soon, are we? I, I've got to go anyway, yeah, guys. I, so I, I'll, 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 I just, I just I'll messaged Tom to ask if he had to go soon because I was going to get Rollo to, to give him an outro. But if you've uh, if you've got to head off, thank you for joining us. And I'm glad we could get oh, the yes. audio up and running Absolutely. this week. Yeah. We had to join a different Fantastic. server to get it to happen, but it was good to have you on. And uh, I only wish you could have been part of the show with all the production, but uh, let's hope for the future. And what, what happened to Volvia? Volvia. Calm down, where's, where's, your microphone is still. Oh, you're still here. Cool, cool. He's <laughs> <laughs> not his microphone. He's bro. talking into a cup oh, or something yeah. to create the sound effect. Don't worry. About he's it. trying to do that. He's trying to do that Batman like the nemesis. Bane. Batman. It's what Bane. Yeah, Bane. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm yeah, going for yeah, this, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, you need to work on it. <laughs> hey, good talking right. to you, Tom. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. See you. Check you talk later. Talk to you soon. Hey, Tom. 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 Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss. Okay. Thank you everyone for joining us. This has been a very impromptu sort of uh, live raw version of 
fart podcast, but uh, I guess we'll be back again next week with all the regular production we have and uh, hopefully keep that uh, high high market value there. It was sweet. It was good. Typo, Typo's there. Can we let Typo have the last word? Hey, Typo's always... Typo, come on. Let's unmute him. How how do we unmute him? I can't can't do it. Typo, let's... Let's let's let Taibo. <laughs> yeah, there you are, Taibo. You have the last word. Right, one of the theories that you seem to overlook in your 9/11 coverage go today. For it. Yeah, go for it. Was the possibility that my mate Phil took it down with Taibo. two Because no. <laughs> I don't know where he was on September the 9th, the 10th, the 11th, the 12th. But he was back home on the 13th. And yeah. And your, your, your mate Phil, do you, he likes like the angles of joy, like 40, 45 degrees. You're you always messing up angle yeah. grind anything. He'll yeah. catch anything. Always 45. Oh, I'm just going to swap me brain. Is it 45 oh, or 60? It's 60. It's 60. I, I have nothing, I have nothing yeah. to do with the equipment. Yeah. I have nothing to do with it. But I tell yeah. you what, he went through a hell of a lot of braids looking back on it there. Far too many for a normal weekend. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be the first to cast the Spurgeons. After all, he's me. Maybe mate. next time I can talk about all the stuff I'm uh, doing. Okay. Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah, Please. we'd we'd love to have you back. I'll, what I'll do, I'll send you an invite to our server where we we normally ha- we only had to come here this week to get Tom on because he's had issues at our server, but um, we'd love to have you as a guest on the, the official Fart podcast with all the, the bells and whistles. <laughs> nicely timed, nicely timed. Yeah. I haven't got the effects handy, but that's exactly what I would have done. How does it sound in Dutch, that, that sound effect, Valvia? <laughs> How does what sound in Dutch? <laughs> Don't worry, he's, he's messing with you. Me kid. Me kids, man. What's the Dutch word for fart? <laughs> Pass yes. In. I'm, I'm not going to say. No. Oh, what? A, oh, okay. Can start World War Three. I have been on the yeah, yeah, yeah. N- non-secular <laughs> show about Lord. several months ago. Don? Yeah, so I talked about some of the stuff on the non-secular show, but a lot yeah. of things have progressed since then, so lots of new information. Sounds good. Okay, well, let, let's do this uh, next next show, mate, rock up. And we'll yeah, have this, this, this time next week. <clears throat> that works. And what is the uh, podcast like on, um, I mean... Do you do you guys use a program or is it just via Discord? And is there a is it just voice or is there also a uh, a webcam? No, no, it's not. There's no webcam. I already sent you the the link. I messaged you privately. That's the podcast we put out. It's in audio only, but we record on Discord. Then I do all the post production. And I'm the only listener. Okay. Yeah, I know. All the all the 400 <laughs> downloads so far. It's all typo. Crazy that. Yeah, got plenty of bandwidth this week. No, he's eccentric eccentric for sure. (laughs) That's very polite of you.
You mad Dutch bastard. The SAV. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic, man. Eccentric, man. Maybe the, the Dutch word for eccentric was the same. Uh, wow. Uh, you've got a good command of English, man. And I admire... Of you really thick um, Scottish or Scottish accent, I think, or British accent. Really thick. Oh, a typo? Yeah. Typo, you mean? Yeah. Uh, he's, I think he's a pop. I think he's a pop, is he? Uh, are you, uh, are you Leicester, Leicester City or something? Like, oh, it's no, okay. People are talking over him. It's fine. <laughs> I'm as Scotch as the Scotch mist. But it's nice. <laughs> it's nice to hear you back. A bad, a bad smelling fart mist. That's what it is. Who's <laughs> <laughs> not the Scotch mist? Ant- it's nice How long have you been doing the, uh, the podcast, the fart podcast? Oh, well, oh, we're really? all members of Fakeologists, so we're, we, we grouped together and started our own project, and we're on episode 11 tonight. No, episode 12 tonight, yeah. But uh, doesn't App have, doesn't this Discord have its own uh, show? Yes, yes, yes. He has his own uh, thing called Fakeologist Audio Chat, which sounds a, sounds a bit shit, but... Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm, only, I'm only joking. We owe our allegiance to Ab, I'm just saying. Yes. The audio quality. We do a much more professional production. We try and have guests on with each show, you know. But they're prepared to believe in the space hoax, Velvet. Okay, cool. so right uh, Go on. I think. And what do you guys usually talk about? What's the, what's the normal... Um, how do you call it? Well, uh, JFK, JFK, um, the moon lands, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, anywhere anywhere you want to go. We're looking at calling it free think. I mean, whatever you talk about, it's open-minded yeah. people that are happy exactly. to hear as new it, ideas. Is, as long as you're not an NPC, you're fine. Probably the Yeah. We're all always no trigger for... words. No trigger words allowed. <laughs> no, no, we no. don't want to trigger you. Hello, Evan. Trigger. Well, I can hear the music coming in. Here we go. So, uh, look, I just want to thank <coughs> our special guest, Tom Dalpera, the lead singer of, um, uh, Nutmeg. of uh, Nutmeg. Nutmeg, 1986 to 1992. Thank you, Tom. You Thank you, mate, for being here, and uh, thank you for uh, uh, noise level. Pleasure. In Perth. Thank pleasure. you for being absolute legend as always, and um, good luck to you with you know everything. I mean, there's so much about you I, I love. You know, I'm playing with my willy, and I'm thinking of you. That's the <laughs> <And> way. <That's> <laughs> <laughs> Typo error. Thank way. you for putting all those uh, sound bites into. Uh, into, uh, do you, where did you record them from? Did you record them off the radio? Is that what you did? Off, off my computer, Rolo. Yeah, you just recorded them. Yeah, well, we we really do appreciate them. Yeah, exactly. Bella said, our wonderful producer. Um, you know, all the music, all the sound bites you'll hear tonight are coming from Sydney. Um, they'll probably be over the top if if he does do that. And uh, Velvia, thank you, mate, from uh, Deutschland. Not Dutchland. Yeah, the, no, no, the Netherlands. 
that's the Netherlands. That's not the Netherlands. That's Rousey to fuck it up. Whereabouts in Netherlands are you? Are you based? Are you in Amsterdam or Rotterdam or where? I'm uh, n- near Leiden. Okay. Hey, you, guys, it you, is this me. It's Gaia. It's Gaia, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come you back and join us. Come back and join oh. us next week, Velvia. Hey, right, you're yeah, you're more than welcome. Yeah, yeah, please come back. Yeah, it was yeah, awesome. All right. Okay. Yeah. It's been brilliant. Fartpodcast.com. See you guys oh. next week. Over and out. Okay. Bye. Bye.